Hey guys, welcome to Going Past the Veil. We are your travel guides, Taylor and Cassie. I'm Taylor. And I'm Cassie. We are so excited to invite you along on this adventure. We've been best friends since third grade and we're always working on projects together and we're pretty excited for you to be a part of this one. Um, just a few announcements though before we get going. Please get linked up to our Insta. We'll be linking the info in the description. You'll be able to get up-to-date information regarding our episodes, including what the next episode will be about. Also, we would love to feature your stories in some of our episodes. So if you have any stories you'd like to share regarding ghosts, encounters, theories, anything, we would love to hear them. You can also email us your suggestions and ideas for the podcast. Ready to get going? Sure am. I guess I found a reason. Guess I found a reason. We are so excited for you to be with us for our first podcast. Woo, 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 woo. I'm really, really excited, and um, I thought, what better way to start this off than to introduce ourselves? We'll only do it this one episode, guys. You won't have to hear it every single one, but um, just so you guys kind of know who you're talking to. Um, so my name is Taylor. I am 27 years old, and I have an awesome husband named Tony. And I've got two kids. By the time this comes out, my youngest will have just turned three. Um, her name is Alice. And then I've got my absolutely amazing son. His name is Tucker. He is the sweetest kid ever. Um, he is actually going to be eight in August. So I got some good kids right there. Um, I'm also your theory girl. I love, love diving deep into rabbit hole theories. I like to debunk them. I like to prove them if I feel like they're absolutely correct. And typically, if you get me talking, I won't stop about them. So <laughs> that's me. Well, hi there. I'm Cassie, and I'm going to tell you a little about myself as well. I am also 27 years old. I am married to my amazing husband, Ian. I really enjoy going to farmer's markets, and I love kickboxing. And by the way, I'm your paranormal fanatic here on the show. I love all things ghosts, demons, and crazy creatures like banshees and wendigos. Holy crap, guys. 2020 has been one of the absolute craziest years. Um, you know what? We started off with the year with a possible World War III to COVID to homeschooling, which, dear Lord, help my child because I'm sorry for the way that I homeschooled him, um, and murder hornets. So, yeah, it's been crazy. I am so glad that those murder hornets were a filler episode and we never actually saw any. <laughs> I know. Thank God. I think I saw like one person post a video of a murder hornet and that's it. So we got, we got off good right there, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I was so worried about that when it came out. I was like, really? <laughs> well, I felt like there was no information because some people were like, if you get stung once, you're going to die. But then if you don't get stung by like a hundred of them, you're fine. I don't know. It was lots of misinformation and I didn't know what yeah. was <laughs> And not only do we have all of these things, and it's only July, guys. It's only July. And oh, now the possibility July. we might actually be in 2012 and the world is ending? It would make sense. <laughs> um, but seriously, what kind of Jumanji game is this happening right now? Like, I don't understand. No idea, but whoever is playing needs to hurry up and finish this. Oh my gosh. And then did you hear about that volcano that can erupt at any time? It's, like, absolutely insane, and it freaks me out. Freaks about you out? <laughs> I Honey, I, I live, like, a three-hour drive from Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So this is what's going to happen. If it happens, 
I need you to text me. Like, <laughs> you've got a three hour start on me for, you know, like you just text me like, hey, it's happening. Um, I love you. Bye. <laughs> like, right. I'm probably going to die, but you guys would probably be okay. I don't know. I thought they said that it could wipe out the entire U.S. Oh my god! I really yeah. need to read more on this volcano. I know. I think that's what I heard because that's why I'm like, oh my gosh, I need my essential oils or something. <laughs> I have too many anxiety like episodes happening right now. But no, it's cra- It it is insane. Like I I am just hoping that next year is better. Well, if there's a next year, who knows? Oh man. <laughs> Um, but today we are going to be talking about the much anticipated theory. Is it actually 2012? Is the world actually supposed to be ending this year? The Mayan calendar says maybe. Well, we need to back it up a moment. Um, so going back to what 1752, the world started switching to the Gregorian calendar from the Julian calendar. In the process of the switch, we lost what, 11 days? Yep. I have a little history lesson for you. In okay. September 1752, Britain changed over from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar, bringing them into line with most of Europe. The Gregorian calendar is today's international calendar, named after the man who first introduced it in February 1582, Pope Gregory the Thirteenth. Before 1752, Britain followed the Julian calendar, first implemented by Julius Caesar in 46 BC. But this calendar had an error due to a miscalculation of the solar years by 11 minutes. I'd like to point out the pattern of 11 here. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of 11. Uh, <laughs> this actually affected the date of Easter as it began to move further away from the spring equinox with each passing year. To get over this problem, the Gregorian calendar was introduced. First to adopt the calendar in 1582 were France, Italy, Poland, Portugal, and Spain. Turkey was actually the last country to officially switch to the new system on January 1st, 1927. So it took almost 300 years to get the world on one page. But the change was not straightforward. It meant that the year 1751 was a short year, lasting only 282 days, from 25th of March, the new year in the Julian calendar, to December 31st. And then the new year of 1752 began on January 1st. Wow. So, yeah, in 1751, they just didn't get their first three months. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, that is a mess. That is a mess. It, it really was. There remained the problem of aligning the calendar in use in England with that in the use in Europe. It was necessary to correct it by 11 days, also known as the lost days. It was decided that Wednesday, September 2nd, 1752, would then be followed by Thursday, September 14th, 1752. I'm confused most of the time anyway. And if someone told me that, hey, today's the second, but tomorrow's the 14th, I'd be like, are you are you on drugs? <laughs> no, I would be like, okay, first off, I'm really con- – well, and then, okay, the thing is, because where I work, I, like, our number – like, I work in accounting, guys, and the way we work is we're always a day technically behind. So I would be so confused because, like, okay, um, the day that this podcast comes out, it's – july 13th but at work i would be working as if it was july 12th so it's so like that whole situation i would be completely confuzzled and not happy i would need to drink the changing of the calendar was indeed one of the issues debated in the election campaign of 1754 
It is also true that when the British government decided to alter the calendar and skip these 11 days, many people mistakenly believed that their lives would be shortened by 11 days. They were unhappy and suspicious at the moving of saints' days and holy days, including the date of Easter. So people actually thought that because of what they did to the calendar, they were going to die 11 days sooner. I mean, at that point, there's so much going on, of course. I would <laughs> right. I'm not even joking. I'd be like, yeah, I, I lost something, but I don't know how or where, and I don't know what's happening. So sure, yeah, give me my days back. So let's jump back to the present. And now I know that 11 days doesn't sound like much, but let's do a little math together. So for the 268 years, 1752 to 2020, that we use the Gregorian calendar times the 11 days that we lost, that equals 2,948 days. Still with me? Kinda. Take those 2,948 days and divide that by 365 days, and that equals eight years. So 2020 Hmm. minus eight equals 2012. Oh, crap. So if we had never switched from the Julian calendar, we would currently be in 2012, which takes us to the end of the world. Dun, dun, dun. Before we jump over to Taylor's theory, let's look at the astrology side of it. Going like with astrology. astrology. <laughs> yeah, yes, me too. Going with astrology and assuming we did die, spiritually anyway, 2012 was the end of the age of Pisces, which was the age of deception. And now we would be in the age of Aquarius, a.k.a. the age of awakening or unveiling. Hmm. I mean, look around you. How many people have really gotten into religion, yoga, self-love, or anything else along those lines? Yeah. My question is, is the end of the world as in total destruction, dinosaur style? Or are we just waking up and entering a new time? Because things are changing, and I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I think I, I really do like that part of it because it's like you said things are changing and there's been a lot of self-love and you really are waking up and you're becoming who you are now i could just be seeing that because i am getting older <laughs> believe it or not <laughs> we're getting old here but oh man <laughs> but i'm serious i do i see that a lot like i feel like i've grown i'm seeing other people really growing up so i don't know maybe that is what it is i, I don't know it's crazy yeah so it's like i was trying to look at it in a way where we're not going to all die in a meteor shower like the dinosaurs. <laughs> well, that's good. But I think like the world as we knew it is dying. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's I think it's time. Oh, definitely. Things are changing. Things are changing. And that's good for the better, I think, too. Absolutely. Crazy. So another theory that is out there is very similar to Cassie's. It kind of goes with it. But did the world actually end in 2012? So Cassie, you were talking about we could be in 2012, but my theory goes more to we did end in 2012. So could that have been an alternate reality or a new beginning? It's kind of in the mix of those. So basically the theory that I lean more towards is that we could be in a different dimension. Um, And I've really just recently started to open up to this particular one because alternate realities and dimensions are something that um, really kind of scare me sometimes. And a lot, it's just, it's a huge wormhole, guys. Like, you could just dive into this and go through it a lot. So, um, so let's kind of get into it. The Mayans predicted, obviously, that in 2012, we would all 
uh, cease to know the world, right? We would, and, and a lot of people took that as the world was going to end, we were going to die. People spent money on trips. People spent money on, like, literally their last dime on things. They were selling their house, selling their things, just so they could go out and enjoy one last night. Yeah, people now, were, like, quitting their jobs and... Yeah, All kinds of crazy stuff. And I mean, not just quitting their job; they were saying a big "f you" to their <laughs> bosses and everything, and They're just like, literally burning bridges between them. Yeah. So, I can say whatever I want because we're gonna be dead tomorrow. I know. You know what? How I wonder what those people did when they woke up the next day and realized, uh, I'm still awake or I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but this theory technically dates back to the third century that they were discussing that 2012 would be a year of destructiveness basically um so i want to kind of go back to the alternate reality what does that mean so alternate reality is basically just a parallel universe um it is theorized that we have many universes that ourselves are living in and it's just a little different than what where we're at right now so some alternate realities you might have a totally different job a totally it's just a different life i've actually read somewhere that every decision you make creates another parallel universe because say the day that you decided to and said yes to tony when he he proposed Mm -hmm. there could be a parallel universe that when you made that decision to say yes, it triggered one where you had said no. Right. That's what scares me is I don't like knowing that there could be another universe where I'm not living this life. Um, now, if there was another universe where I was skinnier and maybe had more money. All right. Let's let's see what that <laughs> looks like. But but that's what has always scared me about talking about these things. And I'm a very claustrophobic person, too. So I always feel like I never can get out. Does that make sense? Like, I'm in all these different universes and I can't get out. So what, you know, when I die, does God send me into, like, does he send my consciousness into a different reality? Like, what's going on, you know? So I don't know. There's just, there's a lot. It's a huge wormhole, guys. But there are things that are supporting that 2012 we we changed into an alternate reality there is a um particle that stephen hawking had really talked about called the higgs boson okay that's h-i-g-g-s-b-o-s-o-n and this particular um particle was predicted by stephen hawking to be able to destroy the universe or in his actual own words, caused the universe to undergo a catastrophic vacuum decay, which I feel like I'm a smart person, but that kind of confuses me. Like, what does that mean? And how do you know this? Like, how do you know that there is a particle out there that could do this? See, that's why I can't be a scientist. Um, But 2012 was actually the year that scientists at CERN, which do you know what CERN is, Cass? Have you heard about CERN? I've, I feel like I've heard the name, but I'm not entirely sure what it is. Yeah, so CERN, C-E-R-N, is the European Organization for Nuclear Research, which the word nuclear kind of sets me off. Cause, well, see how that worked? Huh, pun. <laughs> sets me off. Do you get it? Nuclear? Okay, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to laugh at that for like 10 minutes. Okay, 
something you guys need to know. I love, love, love silly jokes like that. Um, so anyway, they, like I said, they're a European organization for nuclear research, which again, nuclear scares me. Um, there's a lot that could go wrong with that kind of research, I feel like. Um, so <laughs> basically, 2012 was the year that CERN found Higgs-Boson particle, which has made people believe that we have shifted into a black hole in alternate reality after they found this. So that's kind of, that's kind of, you know, scientific-y. Um, now, Stephen Hawking wasn't the only one to kind of bring up that this particle would be bad to find because, it, you know, it could do crazy things. But Terrence McKenna, he was an American, and Cassie, you might have to help me with this, an American, is it ethnobotanist? Yes, ethnobotanist. Perfect. He was a psychonaut, a lecturer, and an author, and he spoke and wrote about a variety of subjects. And so he actually said that 2012 was actually the year that we would see reality rearranging reality rearranging <laughs> now terrence he actually passed away in 2000 let me double check that oh yes. so he never got to see it he never that even got sucks. to see it. no so he actually passed away in 2000 so he didn't even unfortunately he wasn't able to live until then to kind of find out what happened in 2012 but he also said that he felt like we would actually just see rearranging of our realities which is kind of crazy to hear another person saying that and then everything with CERN and Stephen Hawking um but my favorite thing to support this because I'm not a great scientific person guys so there's probably some things I may have gotten wrong or understood incorrectly so I apologize all right so the other supporting supporting this <laughs> that we actually <laughs> went into an alternate reality is the mandela effect okay guys i'm gonna say this the mandela effect is actually what got me into really researching conspiracies and kind of diving down that rabbit hole and um driving my husband crazy <laughs> but i've had mandela effects happen to me i've seen them it's just it's crazy uh, so let's kind of back up. Let me explain what the Mandela effect is. The Mandela effect is when a large group of people remember something different than how it actually occurred. And I'm going to say actually with, with quotations, because if we were in a different reality, then maybe it really occurred there. So we basically remember it different, okay? <laughs> and so for a lot of people, it can prove that we're living in a different reality, whereas a lot of doctors just state it's, it's just another way our brains can be imperfect. These effects really didn't become popular until after 2012, which, again, kind of made me a believer. So, Cassie, I'm going to ask you a couple things real quick, and I want to see how you remember stuff, okay? Okay. Okay. These are going to be examples of potential Mandela effects. You ready? I'm ready. Quiz time. Do you remember the movie Forrest Gump? Yes. Okay, because I remember watching that at your house a lot. When he is sitting on a bench and he's speaking to somebody, he has a box of chocolates on his lap. What does he say about the box of chocolates? Life is like a box of chocolates. Okay, that's how I remember it. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. No, apparently it's life was like a box of chocolates. Not is. 
See, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Because like, whenever he's sitting there talking to that girl, he's like, my mama always said, is like a box of chocolates. You never right. know what you're going to get. So right. how does it make sense for the word was to be there? I know, I know. And I it's not just you that I quizzed on this. I actually quizzed a couple girls at work, too. And literally all of these that I'm going to quiz you on, they agree with us, okay? So they agree that it was actually life is like a box of chocolate. However, I did get one of the girls that I quizzed. She sent me a gif of that scene, and it said life was like a box of chocolates. So it's kind of crazy. But let's go to the next one. Do you remember, I'm going to try not to say the name because I want you to say it um, the way you remember it. But do you remember there was a show about a family of bears and they lived in a tree and we had their books. We would read the books. We would do all these little workbooks on them. Do you remember their names? You know who I'm talking about? Or do I sound Yeah, the um, Berenstein Bears. Okay. So I remember them being Berenstein Bears also. So how would you spell the last part of it? Do you spell it S-T-E-I-N or S-T-A-I-N? E-I-N. Yeah, no. No, it's actually Berenstein Bears. That's weird. I know. Isn't that crazy? So it's kind of crazy. So a lot of people, this is the one that kind of got people really mad because they were like, no, it's definitely Berenstein. And that was the first one I ever heard. And I was like sold. I was like, oh, my goodness, something is is, is crazy. What is happening? So, yeah, I, that was kind of crazy. Let's see. Do you remember the Monopoly Man? Mm-hmm. Now, this one was fun at work today with me talking to the girls. The Monopoly Man. Can you picture him in your head? Yes. I want everybody to close their eyes, picture him. Okay. He's got a top hat on. He's got, you know, a bag of money in his hand or in his arm. He's running. Does he have a monocle or does he not have a monocle? He does, doesn't he? He does not have a monocle. And this one kind of has like a, an explanation that I kind of like, okay, I can see. A lot of people say the confusion between him having one and not having one is that during that time, the planner's peanuts company mascot, Mr. Peanut, he had one. So people think that we are kind of merging those two images together. Okay. But I could have sworn, could have sworn he had one. Like, I thought that was right. It it kind of goes with his whole look with the top hat and the, the suit. I know. I was like, there's, there's no way. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it was, I was not happy. Okay. Not happy at all. <laughs> okay. Snow White. Do you remember Snow White? Yes. I did not like that movie. That was, you know, I was never a fan of that one. That and uh, Sleeping Beauty. I was never a fan of oh, those. I, I didn't like Sleeping Beauty either. I was more of a Lion King girl. And oh yeah. Lion King, Pocahontas. Yes. Pocahontas. Yes. Yeah, I Aladdin. And side note, I'm just going to point out that I really like the Disney movies that they have now for the kids because I like um, my kids watching movies that aren't like, hey, you have to be saved by a man or you have to, you know, like I like Big Hero 6 where it's like a brother love. You know, I love, uh, okay, I'm a big Frozen girl, especially because that's all we're watching right now. I love how it's between like a sister's love and it's just so good. Okay, sorry. I also love how in the second movie... You haven't seen it now. You're not going to see it. 
or you're going to see it late. When Anna and Elsa are going off on their thing and Kristoff was like, well, I'm coming with you. The entire journey, it's Kristoff trying to figure out the best way to, to propose to her. And she is just totally oblivious. Right, just, because she she's sh- watching her sister. Yeah. Yeah. I love and, it. Uh, I know. I know. It's well. And then do you remember the song he sings? Uh, vaguely. Or something like that. I thought that was the cutest. Okay, sorry, we're really going on a tangent. About that, but it was, it's a cute movie, guys. Watch it. Oh, and Moana. Okay, sorry. Um, that was a good exactly. one. I'm very well, happy with that one. You know what? And that is actually the first um Disney movie that Alice watched because Tucker was really into like the Lorax and, like I said, Big Hero Six, mm-hmm. and then Alice, which I don't know if Lorax was a Disney movie or not, but um alice was really big into moana and so and i love that too because she wasn't chasing after a man she was you know trying to to basically get the world back together so anyway good movies guys um you should watch them i'm gonna jump in here real quick to answer the is the lorax a disney movie oh yes i need to know that (laughs) it is okay i feel like i haven't seen it on disney plus though have you seen it on Disney Plus? Do you have Disney Plus? I have Disney Plus, but I don't I I don't feel like the Lorax is something I would personally look up, but I haven't seen it. No. It's what? not. I just looked it up. It's not? Yeah, it's not. Why? That's crazy. I thought Disney Plus was supposed to have everything. I'm a little concerned now. What else are they taking away from us that we don't realize? Exactly. A conspiracy hmm. in itself right there. Okay. Sorry, guys. We're reeling it back in. <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And you better keep this in there, Cassie, because that was good. We need that information. Okay. <laughs> Cassie is our editor. She's amazing and she does great. I do not do amazing or great at editing, so you'll never see uh, me edit. Okay. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. What does the Wicked Queen, what does she say when she's trying, when she does like her little magic spell to the mirror? Do you remember, like, there's, like, she either says mirror, mirror on the wall, or she says magic mirror on the wall. What does does she say? It's mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? No. Mm -mm. It's magic mirror on the wall. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't. (laughs) And I'm telling you, I used to have this little notebook that said mirror, mirror on the wall. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Last one, because I know I took us down a rabbit hole. The number of U.S. states, guys. And this one, I 100% relate to. How many states do we have? What's the number? 52. I remember when I was younger, I went to this coffee shop with my foster mom. And every Friday when you went, if you answered a trivia question correctly, you would get a free drink. They asked me this question, and I said 52. I specifically remember saying 52, and they gave me the drink. There's only 50 states, and I am shook by this one. <laughs> there's only 50 states. What? And I, There's only 50 states. And I remember struggling with this as an adult, too, hearing people go, oh, there's 50. And then I swear other people would be like, no, there's like 51. And then another person would say, no, there's 52. There's 50 states. Oh, okay. So because I need to know why when you ask me these things, I Googled Mm -hmm. it. 
You are cheating at this game, Cassie. Um, I wait until I answer. I don't Google the answer. But the reason people think 52 is many lists include D.C., which is not a state. It's just part of the state. And Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's a state, though, right? Not one of ours. Or is that considered, or is that, I thought we. District of Columbia is a federal district, not a state. What's the difference? Hell if I know. Okay, so when Tucker needs to start learning this stuff, Tony's going to have to be the one to teach him because I am no way capable. <laughs> Not at all. Aww, if anybody from my work listens to this, they're going to be like, Taylor's dumb. Um, okay, well, that's a good that's a good explanation. So, basically, <laughs> the Mandela effect has been a big, big turning point for people thinking that we actually changed and shifted into a different reality in 2012. That's the Mandela effect. It's pretty cool. I like All it. Right. And yeah, you'll probably hear me talk about it in other podcasts too, because like I've had so many different things happen that have made me go, holy crap, that's a Mandela effect. I finally, I finally found one. Well, it's like that uh, TikTok that you sent me today where in the Spy Kids movie where oh, they were yeah. going through that cavern. Mm-hmm. And I think you said, I can't remember their names, but like the brother, the sister says the water's getting warm in here. And the brother's like, oh, I peed. I remember that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rings a bell. But the video that somebody found like recently is they're going through a cavern of sleeping sharks. Like, where did that come yeah. from? I don't even that is crazy to me because I don't remember ever seeing that now in my head when I sent that to you I was saying okay well maybe it's like a deleted scene or something like that but it's just weird well I feel like it's the same scene because they're in they're in their little underwater ship huh is that a Disney movie I don't know I'm surprised you don't know. Cassie knows everything. How do you not know that? I don't know everything. You ask me a question and I Google it. <laughs> uh, yes, Spy Kids is Disney. <laughs> Thank you, Cassie. I was waiting for that answer. <laughs> that was great. Um, I don't know anything. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we were talking about CERN earlier and I Hopefully I'm saying that right. A lot of people, there. there's this man, Nick Hinton, on Twitter. And his Twitter handle is actually just at Nick Hinton. And he went on this huge, huge thread about 2012 um, shifting us into an alternate reality. And he talks about CERN. And he said that, and I'm going to quote him right now, which we'll have his, the uh, link to that article in the description, right, Cassie? So people can click on that. Yes, we will have the link to everything that we used for our information in the description of the podcast. Okay, perfect. So one of the things he says, though, is that maybe CERN accidentally created a black hole that sucked us in without us even noticing, and we've just been living in it. Some physicists actually believe this is possible. So there are a lot of important people who have a lot of say in this world 
who actually back up this theory that we are literally just in a different dimension and it's just slightly different than the one we were living in prior. Which kind of goes into your your astrology fact of it being a new a new age. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's just what ha- what's happening is we're resetting and we're going into a different one. So I don't I don't know. It's it's a really crazy theory, but let's talk about our thoughts. What what do you believe most, Cassie? I'm not sure that I can wrap my head around, you know, being sucked into a black hole and not realizing <laughs> it because I feel like that would be a big event <laughs> that we would all realize. <laughs> Even if it was like a minor tremor felt around the world, somebody would have noticed something but maybe like okay let's just think about this maybe when we started to shift we all knew it was happening but then when we went when our collective consciousness went into the different reality we knew it was going to reset so maybe we did know it happened but now we just don't know because i don't know i'm going too far down the hole in that one keep going (laughs) that makes me feel uncomfortable i feel like someone did some brainwashing and it's like that movie you know that movie uh you know with the aliens and the guys dressed in black uh, uh men, men in black, black? <laughs> yeah. and the guys that dress in black <laughs> almost as bad as one time i was trying to remember this fruit and i literally said i was telling my sister-in-law to grab it for my daughter and i said you know the 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 it's round it's blue it's a berry and she was like a a blueberry and I was like yeah <laughs> and then my seven year old was like that's a fail mom well, <laughs> in my defense I haven't slept since Alice has been born <laughs> so <laughs> oh I'm sorry I'm just interrupting you go ahead so oh, no, you're fine <laughs> um but like my theory where i was talking about like the world isn't actually like ending in destruction mm-hmm. more so ending in just the kind of times that we're in yeah. like examples being like the black lives matter protests like people yeah. are finally standing up and saying like we won't do this and it isn't just like any it isn't just like big cities like this is the right. first time that the entire world has come together and mm-hmm. was like no we're not doing this not anymore yeah no i i and that has been a huge a huge monumental time i it know. has been like even with covid-19 right now people are so much more focused on black lives matter and honestly like i it's great we mm-hmm. do need to stand up for our brothers and sisters because this it's just gotten out of control mhm gotten out of control it's always been out of control you're right it's always been out of control but yeah those are so my I- thoughts on it so I guess my thoughts, again, obviously you guys can tell, I'm really in digging the theory that we're in a different reality. So I think if I keep going back to it didn't happen, then I'm going to be very, very hesitant about this year, thinking we're going to end any moment. True. So I'm just hoping this year gets better. It has to. It has to. I'm just, I'm telling you. And then my boss uh we had a meeting today and my boss said something that was kind of funny he said that he was you know he read somewhere a joke that somebody said basically that you know how you remember how 
your mom and dad would tell you that they would knock you into next year, can my mom and dad come do that now? Because I need to get out of 2020. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Can I take you up on that? Yeah. Can I take you up on that? Because I'm going to need, I'm going to need you to show me you can do it. Because it's just, it's been a, it's been a very wild year and I'm ready. I'm so ready. Yeah, absolutely. But guys, we, I think that's pretty much it for our first podcast. Now we know we probably sounded crazy and a little everywhere, but we promise it does get better. And we, like I said, we're going to do a couple encounter episodes and I'm super excited to have you guys send us in your encounters. I've been reading a lot of them and I am just, I am floored and creeped out and ready. So I am so excited. Take that how you want to, because I do, you're just, you're not going to want to listen to us with the lights off. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Before we wrap up today, um, because we did talk about astrology a little bit, and I do kind of want to make it a segment at the beginning of our future episodes, I'm going to read our horoscopes for today. Let's do it. All right. So for Scorpio, which is our lovely Taylor here. I'm a Scorpio. That's me. uh, Your horoscope is, your dreams have always been interesting, even confusing, but right Mm -hmm. now they're important. These nighttime visions could provide you with some valuable insight about what is going on in your subconscious and confirm a few suspicions you've been having about a person you trust. Talk to someone else who knows this person and find out what they know about the situation you're worried about. Suspicions can be more about your fears than about reality, so double check. Hmm. Hmm. Is that clicking know. anywhere? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I do kind of always have crazy dreams. And you know what? Yes. Yes. There was a situation at my kids' learning academy. And we actually tonight just had a huge meeting. And it got resolved. But there was a lot of conflict on a person. And thankfully, it's been resolved and everything. So, yeah, that kind of does ring a bell. So, yeah. Creepy. And- and for me i am a gemini and mine is the challenges you're facing are not only adding a certain amount of stress to your life they're causing some frustration in the lives of your loved ones too they see how you're suffering and it's not sitting well with them you might have to reassure them today just to keep them off your back and to keep them from worrying about you work a little harder at separating your personal life from your work life and this kind of tension won't happen again absolutely from what we were talking about today yeah yeah i for everyone who like understands this whole covid situation i am part of the at-risk population and i stayed home for the first three months of it like i I spent so long at home and i finally went back to work monday (sighs) guys (laughs) it's been kind of uh testing you huh oh it has been like the final exam <laughs> yeah but that's crazy so, your your horoscope really lined up yep when this comes out july 13th july 14th was actually my mom's birthday um she passed away in 2011 on july 24th and when she passed away the day that she um she was actively passing on a friday but she passed away on a sunday and that sunday my aunt had read her horoscope and it says something on the lines of you've been clinging to the world, but it's time to go ahead and let go. Everybody will be okay. 
And so it was kind of crazy for her to read that on that day. And then my mom, like we read it to my mom and then like an hour and a half later, she was gone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. My husband had actually, uh, a day prior so that Saturday, my husband had actually sat me on his lap and we all, we were like all three kind of held hands and he told my mom that he promises he would take care of me and that it was okay for her to go. And then the next day is when we read our horoscope to her and I told her it was okay if she wanted to go ahead and go. Crazy. Horoscopes kind of sometimes are right on point. I feel like every time I've read my horoscope, it's been right on point. Yeah. And I mean, there's sometimes where I'm like, what? You know, yeah, sometimes like because I read a career one today and it was literally hitting the nail on the head with something. And so I don't know. Horoscopes are kind of crazy. And if you guys leave us your horoscopes, what we'll do too. Um, I know Cassie said she might go ahead and pick one that she does every now and then that's opposite of ours. So you guys definitely leave us your horoscopes. But yeah, this was great. We get better. Promise. And you guys should keep listening. Practice makes perfect. And having an audience who gives us constructive criticism will make a world of a difference. So if you hate us, tell us you hate us. If you like us, tell us you like us. If you kind of like us, be like, eh, y'all are all right. It's fine. We can take it. (laughs) Tell us what we could do better. Exactly. Yeah, guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Happy Monday. And... It was really great having you guys travel with us. Travel safe. 